Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What a roller coaster ride of a day. And some of you are going to be excited, pumped up. Some of you are going to be let down. Um, two teams lost, two teams won. You're looking at the Super Bowl matchup right here. The Kansas City Chiefs going off uh, uh, matching up against the 49ers. 49ers fought back hard and won. The Lions dominated the first half. Absolutely dominated the first half and then sold in the second half. Dan Campbell, very, very, uh, a lot of people will be very critical of the decisions he made, especially to go for it on fourth down versus kick a field goal, given this team lost by three and had to try and return an onside kick at the end to try and even stay in the game. What an unbelievable um, day. What a crazy, crazy, crazy uh, day of football. Ravens, it, it was. It, I'll be honest, I'm very disappointed. I think a lot of us are disappointed that the Ravens did not end up beating the Kansas City Chiefs and Taylor Swift and the referees. They're advancing. This is a, a narrative. A lot of people say it's in the script that the KC Chiefs were going to the Super Bowl no matter what. Taylor Swift was going to the Super Bowl no matter what. Here we have it. Brock Purdy versus Mahomes. Let's break it down. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. I don't know what's going on with the system. I got to reboot it again, it looks like. But not not now. We got to do the live stream. I'm here to discuss this situation, uh, this unbelievably, unbelievably crazy game uh, between these four, these four teams. Um, look, Lamar Jackson, I don't know what's going uh, to happen with the MVP race. I don't know what that looks like at this point. But I'll tell you this. Mahomes is, is cooking. Travis Kelsey's cooking. This diner... Offense was cooking in the second half, but not in the first half. We'll see what they bring to the table in this matchup. If I had to guess right now, I'd probably lean toward KC, but that's just because we've seen the Niners be very vulnerable at the beginning of games. I said this at halftime when I went live on IG that Shanahan continues to take his foot off the gas at the beginning of games now versus the end of games, and the team has to come back and carry him. 
Everybody was pissed off at Shanahan at halftime. Everybody was worried about it, this and that. They came back. They played strong. They played amazing. Everybody's going to start talking up Brock Purdy when they were talking down Brock Purdy at halftime. I don't. I still don't think he's an elite quarterback. I, I think it's going to be a, a fun debate in the offseason, especially if he does win a Super Bowl. But this is this is definitely going to be a matchup to watch. This is an exciting, exciting matchup between two very good teams. At the end of the day, the Niners are the best team in the league. They have the most talent. They haven't been well coached all the time. Um, they have been well coached part of the time. They have a kicker. I would be deathly afraid of missing a kick at the end of the day if this guy's put under pressure and the game's on the line. Um, Brock Purdy has come in clutch at the end of both of the last two games despite not looking very good for a big chunk of the game. Uh, this team has so many weapons that can step up. Their defense was selling out. Uh, Wilkes, the entire fan base was calling for Wilkes to be fired uh, at halftime. Everybody, every every big fantasy football, or every big, I'm sorry, every big Niner page, not even not anything related to fantasy football, every big Niner page was posting, Wilkes needs to be gone. Get this man off my team. Fire Wilkes. Let's see what people say coming off of this game. But Wilkes absolutely was a, a, a liability here. His defense was just giving up chunks of yardage. But then it comes down to really Dan Campbell making some pretty poor decisions, getting extra aggressive when he should have just kicked a field goal. Like, what, what's he doing? I mean, if he would have made it, everybody would have been singing his praises. But, I mean, I think everybody is going to be in agreement that Dan Campbell just should have been a little more conservative in spots in this game. It's, it's crazy. Flowers, Gibbs... They couldn't, uh, couldn't beat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com their rookie status what are you talking about there uh purdy doesn't get hate i give him credit for what he's done yeah i definitely feel like people don't understand my party take my party take is he's a good quarterback he's a good quarterback he is not an elite quarterback he's a good quarterback and he played good football in the second half very very good job take my hat off to him and at the same time like I don't know that anybody stood a chance against Mahomes and Taylor Swift and, and the and the referees and and America's new team. I, I just think if, if there is if there is a shot, the Niners definitely could potentially take them out. But man, this is it just seems destined at this point. And why, why Mahomes? And we knew this would probably happen. We talked about it in the off season or in the in season. 
there is a chance that Mahomes and Kelsey would get in a groove after fantasy football was good and gone, and it was too late for anybody to even relish in it. Even beginning the you know early on, like everyone was like, I wonder if KC's going to explode even in the fantasy playoffs at the tail end and screw me at the in in the first game of the fantasy football playoffs if you're playing underdog fantasy promo code submitting you draft Mahomes and his first playoff matchup is gonna crap the bed for you not do well but then at the end of the day in the fight like in the Super Bowl or in the championship game something we've we've said a number of times wondering if they would just put it all together and Kelsey and Mahomes would be connecting like usual and finishing on a tear and then what do, where do we put him where do we rank Kelsey if he finishes let's say let's say Kelsey has another touchdown or two and an 80 or 100 yards in a, in a Super Bowl appearance here he could walk away if they win the Super Bowl uh, certainly could him and his brother could just retire into the into the dark night but if he returned, it's going to be very interesting where people have him. Uh, Gibbs's fumble was very costly, AJ. You are not wrong on that. Um, Reynolds dropped two major uh, important passes. Goff overthrew a wide-open wide receiver because he had to run a little bit because he, he's the worst-running quarterback in the National Football League. There's a lot. L- Lamar didn't have all the help. Flowers dropping that that touchdown was was crazy. I, I don't know. It, 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 it's kind of an up and down day. It depends who you were voting for, who you were rooting for. Um, we do have a, a number of Niner people in here. We have a lot of Detroit Lion people in here. We got a lot of Lamar Jackson fans in here, and it, it was an up and down day for for a lot of us. Um, good, bad, fun, exciting. Nerve-wracking, biting your nails. I I was rooting as many of you in here were for Jameer Gibbs, St. Brown, the Detroit Lions, Cinderella Story, team that shouldn't even be here, knocking off potentially the best team in the NFL. Twenty Up 17 points, blowing a 17-point lead. Dan Campbell should be ashamed of himself, quite frankly. He had a great year, and we got to give him credit for that. But man, what a what a horrible unraveling. This was an unraveling. It, I mean, you got to give the Niners credit for doing what they did, but this was a complete Detroit Lion unraveling. I, I, I've never, I've never even felt, I haven't felt that in a long time where you're just watching and you, you're like, I know where this is going. Like every single play, you know where it's going. That tip ball that IU caught and it looked like a, a touchdown. They ruled him down. That tip pass, everything was going the Niners' way from that from a little bit before that point. It was like just one thing after another. It was unbelievable. The Detroit Lion bad luck in the second half was unreal. I haven't seen that in a long time. No matter what happened, uh, Gibbs was yeah. Gibbs escaping without injury. You're absolutely right. Hung like Hernandez. We got some good news there. Unbelievable. Uh. Landon uh, says system quarterback can sit down. <laughs> Why? Why? At halftime, your entire fan base was saying maybe he's not it. What are you talking about? He, he Look, Purdy did good. Purdy did good. He he finished the game strong, and, he, and he's a good quarterback. But, bro, he, he ain't no Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, just so you know. Uh Goff isn't the answer. Yeah, I do worry a little bit about that for the Detroit Lions because they've got so much talent. But like Goff isn't—he's not really 
he's not really the guy that's going to take you to the promised land, you know, twice. Like, he could slip in to the to the to the Super Bowl promised land, you know, lose, slip in, be a top two team, be a top four team, like he was right here. Goff, Goff did good. Goff serviceable, but Goff is not gonna. I don't know. I don't know. Gibbs is a monster. Gibbs looks so good. Gibbs is going to look so good. Okay. Uh, Chiefs champions, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift winning it all. It's it's inevitable. Lions defense needs to start looking for a QB. Oh, Lions definitely. I was like, Lions defense needs to what? Lions definitely need, I think you're trying to say, yeah. Lions definitely need to start looking for a QB. They got Hennon Hooker, who they drafted, but we don't know what he is. So, I don't know. Tough, 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 tough. Let's let's look at these super super chats, and we'll open up the phone lines. Uh, Avon with a a dollar ninety nine hauler. The first super chat of the evening gets a standing ovation, my man. Avon in the building. Avon, appreciate you dropping that that wad on screen, my guy. Avon to the moon. Uh, this loss is on Campbell. Six points left on the board. Agreed. Agreed, Avon. Appreciate you dropping a, a super chat. This one is from Perps. A $20 hauler from Perps. Let's go. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. Okay, uh, let's see here. This is Perps. Appreciate you. Perps says, uh, let's see what Perps is cooking up here. Smitty to Saturn. Great week of content coverage. You're the best I come. Let's see here. The best I can't. Hold on. My system is like dragging. I don't know if you guys can see the super chat. It's like sliding across my screen. There it is. Great week of content. And coverage, you're the best, and I can't wait for the for next season to start. Let's go. Thank you, Perps. Appreciate your $20 hauler. Perps followed that up with another $20 hauler and says, chat, let's go. Uh, rookie numbers, 154 in the building, and actually we have about 195 in the building now with only 32 thumbs up. Punch the thumb up button. Thank you, Perps, for dropping the double $20 haulers. Alert. Super chat alert. $20 Red says, uh, can I call in? I have a lot to say, says Red. Sure, Red, uh, uh, g- give me a minute. We'll we'll definitely uh, open the phone lines in a second. Let me get through these super chats. There's not many left. We got Senior Rojo says, Campbell's the guy that gets 20 in blackjack and still says, hit me. And then, yeah, you know, he's he's like aggressive enough. Sometimes he, he he's a genius, right? But then, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. I, I blame I blame this loss more on Campbell and the Lions than I, I I give credit to the Niners. But at the same time, you can't do that. The night that you know, I get it. I get Niners fans. Niner fans are going to be just like so ecstatic, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. What a season, Smitty! Thank you, Senior Rojo. Uh, pretty pretty good. Pretty 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 good. Thank you, Al. Appreciate you. He is he is good. And and anybody that like again takes offense to my analysis of Purdy when I say he's a good quarterback. The one thing Purdy brings to the table is he's very smart. He's a very smart guy. Very, very good processor. 
You know, I, I'd say his processing makes him a lot of the time, times appear to be even better than he probably actually is physically because he's smart. And, he, you know, if you notice when he got shoved into this system and and he, he started for the very first time in place of Jimmy Garoppolo, they had Jimmy Garoppolo held back. You know, the playbook was like that big for Jimmy and for Trey. And as soon as Purdy stepped on the field, immediately they gave him the whole playbook. And Purdy just started processing it right away. And he didn't make that many mistakes at first. It was absolutely amazing. You know, so that that part, I'll give Purdy credit. He's a very good processor. He's very, very solid and good quarterback. Like, when I call Purdy good, I'm saying Purdy is, like, top 8 to 12. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But when the, the only reason we get into this, like, debate, heated debate on this live stream all the time is because people will prop him up where we've got to tear him down a little bit and say, look, okay, I understand what you're saying, bro. You're excited about him. He's, like, a little better than Goff. You know, he's he's somebody that you, if you have the right talent around him, he will do well. If you put Jared Goff in that Niners system, you think Goff wouldn't look really good marching down the field? Like, it's an amazing system. You can't separate system from player and player from system. Situation and player, player and situation. They're one and the same. So Purdy in this system is even better than good. He plays a lot of the time good, sometimes great. I don't ever think he's elite. I think he's good, sometimes great, because he plays in a, a an amazing system that pulls the good up to great on occasion. That's how I view him. There's nothing wrong with that take at all. Top 8 to 12 is a very big compliment. It, it, it's unbelievable how, how much a, a lot of people want more. Smitty, I want you to say he's a top 4 quarterback. He's not a top 4 quarterback. Like, like, he's not. He's in top 8 to 12. He's fantastic for this system. Fits very well into it as well. So Purdy did a, a, an outstanding job in the second half. A lot of mistakes walking into, you know, the first, or walking out of the first half. Did the same thing against Green Bay. Uh, a lot of people that I know very, very closely to the Niners situation that, that, Every week they're they're flip flopping on it. It's like, oh, he's you know, yeah, maybe we are concerned. Oh no, we're not concerned. No, maybe we are concerned. No, we're not concerned. First half, can't tell you how many messages I got from people that were like, crap, crap, unbelievable. Like this team selling, the defense is selling. Wilkes better be gone. Do we need another quarterback? And then he does well, and then everything gets erased. Um. It's unbelievable what people want me to say, and I'm not going to say it. I don't care how many times people get mad about it. it he's not anywhere close to Mahomes, but in this system, he can win a championship, and Niner fans should be okay with that. 8-12 to 12 quarterback in this system is better than you've ever had in recent years. Jimmy was like number 32. Jimmy probably wasn't even a top 32 quarterback. The system made him feel like he played like a 24, 25, 27 ranked quarterback when he really was 35, 36, 37. Jimmy had no business even starting. It's unreal. Okay, open the phone lines. Let's let's roll. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. I watch all the people that don't even understand how to how to how to compute that. They're just gonna say you hate Purdy. <laughs> are you a are you a Purdy are you a Purdy hater? Are you a Purdy hater, Smitty? Let's see if I, if I have what is, what is this up here? 
phone call said why is that even there let me get rid of that there we go dial into the phone line we got we got stanton with a super chat stanton with a 20 dollar holler alert super chat alert that's my boy stanton coming in strong with the 20 smitty who do i start next week in the flex harris uh, uh jerry rice smitty you're my boy thanks for the great content um i i'm going with uh, jerry give me jerry put jerry in put randy moss in if i if if my life is on the line and I have to have a quarterback sling a football into the into the end zone from forty yards out. It's not I, I I know it's not Jerry Rice. It's Randy Moss. Randy Moss is the best wide receiver in the in the NFL in NFL history for that type of scenario. Doesn't mean Jerry Rice didn't have all the accolades, but Randy Moss is, in my opinion, what he was to the position, what he did comparatively to everybody else in his in his uh um you know in his decade is unmatched nobody was like Jerry, was like Randy Moss so give me Randy Moss Calvin Johnson I, I think is right up there no no doubt of course Jerry Rice is up there greatest of all time in terms of accolades numbers uh longevity doing it every single year route running I mean Jerry Rice is is most people's number one across the board I I get that but if I gotta throw football up to somebody I'm drafting Randy Moss on the schoolyard. Uh, Ethan, the negative, you're live. What can I do for you, Ethan? Mitty, uh, that pass from uh, Brock Purdy to IU, that was the best pass I've seen since Joe Montana. You know, hit him right in, right in stride. <laughs> what about the one that got tipped up that IU pulled? Like, I couldn't believe. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, that when I was watching that, I was like, the the Lions are going to lose. It, the, the, it doesn't yeah. matter. When, when that ball got tipped up and IU grabbed it, which heads up play to IU. And to be completely fair, if that if the rules were reversed and Goff threw that ball up and St. Brown caught it, we'd all be in here going, St. Brown's the man. No one can even talk. Like, I get where Niner fans are going to come from on this. You know what I mean? Ayuk is the man. Purdy's the man. I, I'm not going to tear that down. This is a Niner. This is the Niners' day to shine. Let let him shine. I'm not tearing anybody down tonight. Anybody's going to try and bait me with a is Brock Purdy better than Mahomes? I'm not even going to really bite because I don't want I I want my Niner people that are watching right now to relish in this and have no you know no more no there's no no need for any of that tonight. Tonight celebrate. Tonight celebrate. You guys and did. Y'all- your team's great, but like I knew, I knew the Lions were losing the moment that ball got tipped up, and Ayuk just caught it, and it was like no, no big deal. I'm just like, this is the way the ball is gonna roll. No pun intended. The way the ball is gonna roll, and it's gonna continue, and it certainly did. It was like the worst string of luck, and the worst, and and the best string of luck, just changing, changing, you know, changing of the guard there. It was like, here we go, worst luck ever. Okay, hand that to the Lions. Best luck ever. Hand it to the Niners, and it just didn't stop. It was crazy. It was crazy. This, this matchup is... kept hitting his receivers in the hands. Like, you don't throw it in the hands, you know? <laughs> and this this matchup is going to be fun, no doubt about it. Okay, so KC... Let me, let me put this up on screen here. Am I really going to have just these system issues all night long? San Francisco... 
versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Here we go. Let me finish the bracket off here. There we go. Bracket is com complete. Super Bowl matchup is there in order. San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The bracket is awaiting one final puzzle piece. Uh, what else can I do for you, Ethan? Oh, and uh, like Ron Navy, I, I always kind of di I disagreed with Ron Navy about like oh they take the they took their foot off the gas. My uh, my my father old uh, he's a Bob. He taught me about Vince Lombardi, and he said Vince Lombardi always took the points on the road, and that's with toe punch kickers back in the day. Now, and and it's like anything in a fight in any sport you got to know how to defend the same way you got to know how to score you know what i mean you it you know or you end up like getting knocked out at the end i mean that's just uh, i i don't know i think dan campbell i knew it was going to come back to get him eventually so yeah uh, thanks again stan for that super chat by the way stan dropping this 20 watt on screen appreciate you stan uh you're the man stan to the moon let me send him to the moon uh let me just say this also to the moon like, I'm not. I'm not saying this is like I, I am not a Niner hater whatsoever. I, I'm. I'm not. I. I. Uh, I, I want people to know that. Like me rooting for the Lions, it's because I. I'm. I'm huge on the players we support and prop up and talk up and predict for on this channel. So when you hear me say, you know, Gibbs is going to be a top five running back as a rookie walking top five to ten running back as a rookie walking into this rookie season and we get that kind of production or you know i'm gonna root for those guys st brown we were on st brown before any content creator at least to the degree we were we hyped him up we were the hype machine on st brown uh before he even ever broke out for the first time we, we we're going to support our boys i'll tell you right now you, you you might just have smitty rooting for a niner victory here even though you think some of you that I'm a Niner hater because who really wants to see Taylor Swift win the Super Bowl? I don't think any legitimate NFL fan, hardcore NFL fan, is rooting for the the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey Super Bowl win. And that sounds like a hate. That sounds like a hater take. I know it does, but we're all tired of it. We're tired of it. We're just we're forced to root against it. And I'm tired of seeing every single bit of content everywhere is all Taylor Swift, all Taylor Swift constantly like she's taking over this man's life it was like when ben affleck started dating j-lo his career went down the drain because she she overshadowed him so much and, and same thing with taylor she's overshadowing kelsey and kelsey may feel real tough right now but we all don't view him that way anymore I, you know i thought maybe taylor was gonna get down on one knee and ask taylor uh, to ask travis kelsey to marry her uh, at halftime it didn't happen Maybe it will happen during the Super Bowl at halftime. I don't know, but all I know is I, I I'm not I can't in good conscience root for this Mahomes family, <laughs> from his brother to his wife to to Travis Kelsey now and to Travis Swift. I, it's just it, it's hard to it's hard to root for the Chiefs. It really is. So maybe, maybe you Niner fans out there got me in your corner this week. So tired of hearing really, about Taylor I Swift. I hate the Niners, but now I'm in a dilemma because they're going to stuff, you know, Taylor Swift and the media industrial complex down our throats. Every time they show Roger Goodell, it's he's me. A kid, he's, you know, 
Roger Goodell, you know, don't fool him. He's with kids. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm just sick of it. But so, anyway, uh, what, anything else, Ethan? I appreciate you, bro. Uh, no, that's about it. Uh, just, I don't know who to root for. It's, uh, it's a dilemma. So, All right. Call, yeah, call, thanks. All right. Call back later. Bye. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, call in. Somebody called in, and then uh, it was a Stan who called in and then hung up. Somebody called in and then hung up. Yeah, you know, uh, look, this this is a comment that uh, Daddy78 wanted to, uh, you know, maybe have us talk about, and I think it's worth it, right? It is blaming the refs is lame. It, I, I agree with that. I, I As much as there were a couple calls that you could say, hey, um... You know, th- this this went that way, this went that way. Like, I, I get it. I get it. But the Ravens, the Ravens, this is uh, this is kind of on Harbaugh in a way, if you want my honest take on this. We knew going into this game that the refs were going to probably be leaning a little bit toward KC because, and you could say that that's, that's hogwash, but there, there's a lot of people reporting on it, talking about it, that this, this referee crew in general was going to lean toward calling a lot of penalties. The Ravens were off. To, they're they're one of the most you know capable penalty capable teams in the National Football League. And Harbaugh should have like had a long talk with these guys and said, "No hitting Mahomes with the like a, a club uh, on the side of the head when the football's long gone and out of his hands. No matter if it's close or not, just don't do it. Don't give the referees any reason to be calling all these penalties." And in some of the cases, the Ravens were hitting them late and doing all this running. You know, there's a couple calls they didn't call. Like, I I get it. And I think that there were some things that I I did not find favorable to the Ravens. But at the same time, there were some stupid penalties the Ravens defense was making. They were were overly aggressive when they shouldn't have been in certain spots. And I kind of blame that on Campbell. Or Campbell. On, uh, I blame Campbell and I blame Harbaugh. I blame that on Harbaugh because you knew this was going to be the case. Why, why you have your players doing that? Like, that one hit to Mahomes' head, it was unnecessary. It didn't need to, to happen. I'm not saying Mahomes isn't a baby and he flops like LeBron James. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, why give anybody any ammunition to throw a 15-yard penalty flag and throw laundry on the field? Why? Why? I feel like the Ravens lost that game. The Chiefs didn't necessarily win it. And I feel like you can't really say that about the Niners because they came back in unbelievable fashion. But I do heavily want to lean towards saying, without being disrespectful to the amazing comeback win, I feel like the Lions lost the game more than anything else. I just feel like they lost the game. Campbell lost the game. The, the decisions he made lost the game. Reynolds dropping both passes lost the game. Even Jameer Gibbs, we got to blame Gibbs. I believe he lined up on the wrong side of that play and, and Goff was all, you know, discombobulated and had to hand the ball off on the other side. Gibbs couldn't hold on to it, fumbled, lost the game. Like, there were so many things that didn't need to happen that happened. And I think as far as the Ravens and, and, and Lions, they're going to go back into the film room and just kick themselves. Because they they had they both had a chance to win these games. Uh, Stefan from Denver, uh, Stanton from Denver, my boy, the Bijan Robinson uh, pal of mine that, that puts the hundred dollars you know on Bijan. What's up, Stanton? Bijan's yeah, gonna go to the minute, moon. Man. 
Yeah, Bijan's going to the moon for us, pal, in 2024. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, oh. We've got the coaching change. we got all that stuff. We need all that. Thing. But as far as the games today, man, I think that uh, – no, I think Gibbs is an absolute stud. He's, he fumbled. He's a rookie. Yeah. But you know what, man? He's, he's so phenomenal, man. I love to watch this guy play. And, and I think everybody's going to get down on Dan Campbell. Yeah. Should he kick the field goal? Probably. But you know what? They, they made a nice charge out of nowhere to the NFC championship. That's true. And, you know, he, 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 he was going for it. And, and I can't, I can't blame the guy for that, dude. I can't, I can't. I think, I think they did a great job, but at the end of it all, it's like, even when they got up early in the first, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you, you just know the Niners are coming back. You feel it. You, you, you feel you it. You know, you, hey Stanton, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you're big. Uh, you you drop a lot in Vegas on on things like this, so I'm I'm sure you dropped a little something on it. But uh, you, I, well, I hit him in game. I hit him in game twice, and it was nice for me. It was nice. Yeah, but, um, but th- this, this is so, one. This good, is but... one of those. This was one of those games that I could see somebody dropping like, you know, twenty k or ten k on this, and like literally at the halftime going, don't unravel. Don't unravel, and then just watching it unravel yep. like some poor sap out there, and I feel bad for him. Was probably just, just absolutely a wreck because of the way this just unfolded. And, it, and like you said, you could see it. And like I said earlier on, on the beginning of my monologue, there, it was just an inevitable unfolding. It was like a, it was like something was unrolling, and the momentum was so strong we were just helpless to watch it unravel, and we could see it from a mile away that it was going to fully unravel. It was the, it was the easiest thing. As soon as IU caught that tip pass around the two, three yard line, you just knew it was yep. done. It was over. They might as well just, well, they might as well just end the game because before that, even before that, they were giving out San Francisco at plus nine and a half, and it's just like that's. I mean, I'm sorry. I get, I get they haven't played a good first half, but they're at home and they're gonna come back, and, and you knew it. You, you knew Shanahan's gonna throw all the horses in there. He will abuse any, any player he has to get the job done. And, he, and it wasn't even that hard, man. I think they were they were caught up by midway through the third. And it's just like, okay, now it's easy money. Yeah. To your point, though, and I don't I don't know if if, if uh, Perps is saying this in a negative or positive way because I I I understand both sides. So Perps, you're not right or wrong on either side of this. Campbell's been slapping his, you know what, on the table all year long. I do believe to your point, Stanton, we, you know, he may, the Lions may not be in this position to play in this game, to be in a, 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 a conference championship game if he didn't do what, you know, he did tonight. Put his, put his cojones, yep. cojones on the table, go for it. So you're right. To some degree, we got to keep that in mind and to say, but, but I mean, at the same time, though, it's like, I think the majority of everybody felt like, okay, we can understand a lot of the times when he does go for it, and we we agree. We're like, go for it, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, look at the balls on this guy. But, like, at that moment in time, it was like, bro, like, what are we doing? They even showed the kicker on the sidelines, and he was pissed off when they when they, they turned the ball over on downs. They showed him. He was just sitting there on the, on the sidelines steaming. Like, why, why wouldn't you just? Yeah. Well, in that situation, I agree with you for the most part, but, like, I think the entire no, world is going to judge Campbell on this one. The, the The crazy part is, I think Ben Johnson's as good as gone. I think had he won this game, he would have been sought after uh, hardcore by by both uh, Seattle and Washington. But it would have been like a, it would have been a much bigger, you know, 
Like, like everybody would have want, wanted this guy, you know, obviously. And there's cer- certain situations yeah, yeah. that could potentially open up that aren't currently in need of a QB. We've talked about those. Those situations exist in the NFL. But Washington is going to get Ben Johnson, in my opinion. I think he goes over to be the head coach. I think uh, I think uh, th- this this situation, uh, McDonald, I believe, in Seattle. I don't know if that news is even like announced like while I'm in preparing for this live stream or something. But you know, this game being obviously over, this this season being over for the Ravens, I still think he's going to be very sought after. So McDonald, there. Um, has there been any update on either either of those coaching moves? Has anybody seen anything on Twitter? I'm just curious. I don't know that. I don't know that. Okay. One thing, just to go back to Dan Campbell, and, and I get it. The X's and O's may not be correct and everything, but I think what he's shown, getting this team to where he got him, you know, he's a pretty good leader of men. And and that goes a long way beyond that, really, when it comes down to it. So I, I think, you know, if I'm not a Lions fan, but if I was, I'd be really happy about the team I have right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, bro. You, you and I, you and I are are big Bijan fans. This is the guy for anybody that doesn't remember. This is the guy that would call me up and say, "Are we putting a hundred dollars on Bijan to score two touchdowns, or do you want a fifty dollars super chat?" And, and and I I would keep saying, "Give me the fifty dollars super chat," not because you know I'm greedy, but because I I would want to go against it so it would happen. Because I I just felt like we needed Bijan to turn. The tide didn't turn on Bijan yet. And so Bijan was always getting, we were always disappointed because they would use him wrong. And Arthur Smith is an idiot. And so I would go against it, hoping that I would regret it. And we could come in and celebrate that I made the wrong choice. You know what I mean? And, and so this is that guy. He'd always call him. But hey, bro, uh, Raheem Morris is a, I believe, going to be a phenomenal coach. Not a good coach, a phenomenal coach. And everybody judging oh, him based I on love, Tampa. I love the hire. Yeah. I love the hire. But, but this, this, this piece, this right-hand man extension of Zach Robinson, Robinson to Robinson, oh, yeah. is the key to it all because this is the defensive mind. He's He was a wide receiver coach, Raheem Morris, as well. And Shanahan went on record yesterday saying that he's unbelievable. And Shanahan said even when his, when he was younger, he was begging his dad uh, 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 to to bring him on, and you know, uh, there's all all kinds of stuff that Shanahan said yesterday, where he was like, "This guy is amazing. I can't wait to watch him thrive." And everybody that's judging him based on his past, okay, Tampa didn't work out. Th- thinking he can't learn and 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 get better and mature and evolve as a coach, you're you're judging him way too quickly. But because he's not the offensive mind, he has offense in his past. Again, he was a wide receiver coach. What Shanahan had said, you know, hey, it was amazing to watch him shift over from defense to being a wide receiver coach and doing it amazingly. This guy's got a good offensive mind, but the fact that this is the part that is we're gonna all relish in that this 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 LA Ram combo defensive coordinator LA Rams uh, uh, quarterback coordinator LA Rams this is the combination offensive coordinator head coach that's gonna lead this team to the promised land and Bijan Robinson to uh, uh, to to, to uh, I would say running back one running back two or running back three in 2024. Brother, brother, it's one of the brother reasons I found you. I have more faith in Bijan Robinson's talent than probably anybody in your chat. And I'll tell you this right now: those uh, those fifty hundred dollar hollers. No, we're, he's going for two week one. I don't even I don't even know the schedule, but we're on. Uh, 
we'll do this later, but it, it's going to happen. You're, you're, one, are you telling yeah. me? Are you telling me before week one you're calling up and saying, "Smitty, we doing a hundred on B. John scoring two touchdowns"? Is that what you're telling me? Hell yeah, we are. Okay, yeah, we let's are. do it. Let's 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 do it live, bro. Let's do it live. It's already He's already got it in a reserve account ready to go. It's already tucked away. All right. Hey, uh, Stan, anything else? Appreciate your $20 hauler. That was your $20 hauler earlier, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're my boy. Great job this year, man. It, you know, it's my first year coming into the show, and uh, it's just a pleasure. Love the show and everything. Hey, and, uh, hey, the hey, staff's hey. great. You know, big ups to a lot of people, and uh, have a great one, man. Hey, Stanton, you haven't been here for the off season ever before, so this is your first off season, and you, you can be honest with me. Have you been taking a little break from the content? Uh, or have you watched um, religiously? I'm just uh, I'm asking not because I'm judging. I just want to ask you a follow up question. Normally, I would I would watch religiously, but I got stuck. Uh, it's a long story, but I got kind of. I, I live in Denver, and uh, my mom lives in Northern Indiana. I couldn't get back through O'Hare, so I was uh, I was kind of out of pocket for a while. So yeah. I'm like I got oh, back, and I'm like, okay. what the hell, is Smitty doing? Yeah. Okay. I so I called you out of the blue like I did at my wife's Christmas party that one time. But I so let, I mean, so let, let me just tell you why I asked the question. We've been going nonstop from January. Well, really, we never stopped even in December. But January one, it's been 2024 galore. And, and so you, 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 I could tell you haven't been here for a little bit because I haven't seen you. But we literally don't stop. It's every day. Nobody out cre- creates more content than this channel. It's literally 365, 24 oh, 7. But get ready because you've never been through an off season. The off season, I guarantee you, is better than any of the in season content. And that's not to crap on the in season content, just to say the way we cover it, no one covers it like it. We're here when news breaks. So, Stanton, when big news breaks, you keep an eye out for the channel because we're going live on it. All right? Well, I look forward, Smitty, to be the contributor as well. I, I, you know, I bring my 25 years of knowledge to your table, it's all yours. Yeah. Uh, th- th- thank you, thank you, thank you, Stanton. And the other thing on the reel, no, it's been it's been fun. I don't I don't really jot around YouTube a lot, listen to a lot of people, but love your show. You're a great dude. Man. All right, later, Stanton. Appreciate you later. Uh, Brandon with a, t- a ten dollar hauler. Ten dollar haulers get moonshots. So to the moon. Uh, moonshot to you, young man, and your your super chat. Oh my God! Hold on a second. Uh, we got a we got a special caller. Caller, don't say anything yet. Stay on mute real quick. Let me get the super chat out. We got a special caller that we haven't heard from in so long. Hang tight, caller. Don't reveal yourself yet. This this ten dollar hauler. Two years after my dad died, the 49ers went to three uh, Super Bowls. Uh, two years after my great grandpa died, 49ers are back. Okay, pr- uh, hey, prayers up to the to the ancestry, bro. And uh, Brandon to the moon. Brandon, thank you for the super chat. You're my guy. And uh, congrats on the win. Guys, we have a special, special OG guest on the phone that we haven't heard from in, oh God, I don't know how long. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you. The Bruce is loose. Brucey, where have you been, my guy? Oh, uh, you know, I went to a couple uh bad places i had to go <laughs> yeah so I no, had, you don't yeah. have to talk about it if you don't want to you can if you want to i mean keep it keep it pg but go ahead if you want to if you don't, you want to just move on that's fine well it don't matter to me uh, you know will it help anybody you have you have a, a quick uh, motivational story or well 
don't know if it's motivational, but it's uh, uh, so what happened was, uh, you know, I was working and worked myself to death, and uh, I did this. I did something no one should be doing. The uh, some the some, old, uh, some some meds or something or. Yeah, you could okay. say that. Yeah. Well, hey, how, how long has it been since you've been, uh, you know, we'll call it uh, uh, extracurricular activity free? Uh, give me a maybe, like, um, maybe like a month. A month, a month. 30 days. Let's go. Bruce, Bruce, we have faith in you, Bruce. We're here for you. I want constant check-ins. And I want you to be here so we can help you through it. So, Bruce, super excited to have you back. Bruce to and the then, moon. Uh, keep your tempers in check, people, because I didn't keep mine. And I was stuck in the, the one pot, the one, uh, the, uh, one facility for a long time. The what facility? The the. Anger management. Anger management. Brucey, we're here for you, okay? We're here for you. I, I want you to check in with the show constantly. I want you to be a, a repeat caller. I want you to keep your mind off of the things that you no longer want to go toward. I'm your I'm your I'm here for you. I'm not a licensed counselor by any means. I do have a psych degree, so I dabble, but it is by no means any sort of advice. That I can give anybody, but I'm here to listen, Brucey. Okay, so I want you to check in hey. near daily um, and help me keep you where you need to be, so you have something to look forward to and be positive. And, and we're all here for you. You got a big family here. There's hundred, so almost two hundred people in here. I was, I was here, but I wasn't here live. If that makes sense. Okay. I would listen. Gotcha. After when it was done. All right, Bruce. Well, we need you here live. Hey, Bruce, can you tell me real quickly? Um, first of all, we're gonna need, um, we're gonna need your mom. Is your mom is your mom around this year for like one or two potential? Uh, if for anybody that doesn't know, his mom is the one that uh, where's get lambed. She look one of the very first animations and videos we was we would play was to get lambed. And if I could find that somewhere, I have it somewhere on here. And Bruce's mom, we she's a show favorite. We absolutely love the woman, and she dropped that. Where Where is the get lambed? I have it somewhere. I'll, I'll find it. But anyway, uh, Bruce, we might need our services. We might need a, a get Jameer Gibbs. Uh, we might need a, a get H-hand. Is she going to be around for one or two of those this year, You hope. I hope? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. She wanted to make one that said get Bijan, but <laughs> yeah. it doesn't ask for it. Do it. Do, can you have her do it? Can you just have her do it and send it to me, please? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, she's sleeping now. Okay, but... go wake her up. <laughs> go no, go no. shake her. Say, Smitty needs you, Ma. Get up, Ma. Uh, where is my get lambed? No. I have it here somewhere. Get lambed. Where is it? Get lambed. I know I have it somewhere. Somewhere on here. I can't find it, Bruce. Might have to have you redo it. Here it is. No. Here it is. Get lambed. That's that's the a different one. I don't know. Hers, I know hers was baked in. Something. Oh, here we got. Yeah, we got that one. I do have that one. Baked, 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 baked in, boys. That's your mom. That's Bruce's mom. Baked, 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 baked in, boys. 
Okay, hey, Brucey, tell me real quickly, uh, what did you think of the games? Give me your quick uh, one, two-minute recap. All right, well, sorry, 20, uh, 20 to 30-second recap. 20 to 30-second recap. we got to keep the show moving. Uh, Well, the Ravens, I actually liked how Lamar called his own pass. Yeah, that was good. Um, but I, I liked them. I enjoyed them. Yeah. Not Swifty so much, but... Yeah, a little bit too much uh, uh, Swift. All right, hey, Bruce, uh, hang in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle over to Red, and I'll come back to you. So if you got another question, think of it. Love having you back, pal. Please continue to call in. Purpose of the $20 hauler says this one is for the one and only Brucey. Thank you, Purpose, for dropping the 20 wad in recognition of Brucey returning to the show. Alert. Super chat alert. Brucey was a little away. He was away for a little while, let's just say. But he's back in the saddle, and let's send him to Saturn. To Saturn. I don't think I've ever sent Bruce to Saturn, so that's a new one there for Bruce. Uh, Red, you are live, Red. You've been waiting a while. What's up, man? And then Travis. What's up, Red? What's the hell in my line, dog? Yeah, I'm sorry about... Nine points on the table. Nine points to win the whole entire game to be up, and we don't field goal kick it at all. The whole, the entire, what, what, what they do? They didn't do the field goal the entire game. The entire game. That's why I say Campbell thing playing yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Like like Campbell like, put his balls on the table like Perp said all year, and like like uh, um, like Stanton said. But at the at the same time, I think we all can ma- majority of the time agree when he does that. Like, hey, he's going to put his balls on the table here. We agree, and he, he he succeeds. We all cheer. But I think in this case, like the entire world was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? You're we're at the thirty yard line." Yeah, thirty yard line. Thirty yard line. And kick the field goal. I understand. Stop the momentum. I, I get that 100%. But he really could went up by 17 points going into, going into the half. One of the half, come out of the half. No, he's going to the half. I'm right. I'm in the half. And instead, you make, you make it a seven-point game. And again, like, I, Jared Goff is not – I don't think he's a bad quarterback in any means necessary. I think that he, he's a good play caller when he comes down to the situation. But you're putting too much pressure on the entire offense. And then you, you turn it to the whole entire defense without getting get you off a turn, anything. Like, they they gave the game away. And in that touchdown, in the red zone, what was it? Uh, touchdown in the red zone, they're coming out and going to the fourth quarter. The last thing is the last two and a half minutes. Why well, take one? Like, I just don't understand the play calling. I, I don't understand the, the scheme. I don't understand. Well, you, didn't, you don't, you don't understand it because it was bad. It was bad. Like, it was not, uh, it was, I don't know. The, the, the word isn't scared because it, it wasn't like, I get. I guess it's in between scared and, and just getting kind of like maverick. Like he's scared of losing the game, so he's putting his balls on the table and doing things that he probably shouldn't do. Like that. That's but kind of be playing scared and even more field goals. Like, well, that's but, but that's what I'm. Like, that's what I'm saying. By... I'm saying he was so scared of the momentum shift that he was making aggressive calls. That's what I'm saying. It's like an awkward way to look at it, but he felt like scared that way. Yeah. You know, like what is he doing? So I mean, if 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 I may say, here's the thing, this is Bruce. and I believe in Dan Gable. I do too. If, if oh, he's a great I've coach. I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. If I've been doing that year round, I ain't changing it. 
I'm not changing it. But at a certain point, though, you have you have to take the point. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I, I agree. Saying, like, I'm, like if you're down by three in the fourth quarter, and you can get the ball back, the defense is showing they can get the ball back, hold them to three points, and have more time on the clock where you can actually get the ball downfield, like you've shown you can do, and, and you don't abandon the run. I mean, I, I get Gibbs dropped one. I understand that. But your, your offense shows that they can get downfield. Give them the chance to win the game. Put the kicker in there who, who's shown he, he can make a couple kicks for you. you know, I'm not saying that he, I'm not saying he can win the game like that at all. I'm saying give the kicker a chance to show that he, he's, he's liable, you know? Yeah, Bruce, what I think Maybe he's where it's, it, it, it's a, what, what I think Red's saying, and I, and I agree with them, and I, I don't think you're wrong, Bruce. I'm just saying, like, I think he could have done what the Bruce is saying, be aggressive and not change his ways, but still kick this one kick or one out of five times win. Like, you can't just go for it every time. Like, you have a kicker for a reason. And so I think what Red's saying is that he agrees, he loves this aggressiveness all year and loves his aggressiveness in this game, but maybe not in that situation. And I think everybody, I think for the most part, um, across the whole entire planet Earth feels that way right now, you know, except for Bruce. But that's okay. Bruce is special. He gets to feel however he wants. You hear me, Bruce? You do whatever the hell you want in here. Bruce, you can tell me to, to go to, to Planet Uranus, and I'll, I'll go there tonight because we have a special guest on the phone, Bruce, who we haven't had here on the channel in a while. What? I said, then you got to send Jimmy G to Mars. Jimmy G to Mars? Uh, I'll, I'll send him to the moon one time. Jimmy G, yay for the Bruce. To the moon. <laughs> but go, go, I think, like, you know, go get me a coffee, Jimmy. It's well known on this show that I'm a, it's well known that I'm a big Falcon fan on this, on, on, on this whole program, right? He's very well known. And Detroit Lions are second favorite team. So I hate winning. So we literally saw what happened in the Super Bowl for the Falcons. I don't hear nothing about the Falcons ever again when it comes to when it comes to choking the game. Because literally the Detroit Lions had the game in the book. They had the entire I don't know. Hang tight, Red. Yeah, you you it, compose it, yourself because you sound a little rattled and we'll, we'll let you compose yourself. Just hang tight. Sit right there. You got a lot to say. I'll let you come <laughs> back and just just think of what you want to. Uh, let's go over to Travis and we got to go over to Ben. Travis, you're live. Um, yeah, so I just want to touch on that. I get what he's saying. That's what got him there. But that's also how you lose. If you just bang your head against a wall and say, well, this is what got me there, so I'm going to do it. You have to adjust game to game. And the thing about it is I love Campbell. Don't get me wrong. I, I think he's a perfect coach from there. I root for him. I've loved him since they hired him. Um, but you could see at the half, it took everything in him to kick that field goal before the half. And you knew he wasn't going to kick another one. It was like he made the smart move there. And um, it's just you never know when you're going to make it back to that game. It, it, they should. They have a great future. But you never know. It, it's a lot harder to get to even this point than a lot of people realize, you know. So when you get a chance to put points on the board against a defense like San Fran, because you take it because they're, they're going to capitalize on any mistake and if you can't put points on the board, they're going to break through eventually. Whether it's a that IU play where it bounces off the head and he catches it, or Purdy just drives him down because he's a smart, good quarterback, like you said. So I just kind of want to push back on that a little bit. But. Yeah, I, I I agree I agree with all that. Purse dropping another twenty says Denny Green style red. 
uh, crown their ASS. They are who they thought we thought they were. Vikings in cards, all time great. Uh, yeah, Denny Green was uh, he'd speak his mind, and I did appreciate that about Denny Green. Denny was was gold. Uh, perps to the moon with a twenty. Alert! Super chat alert! Okay, sorry. Perps is uh, just dropping fire in the chat. Go ahead. Thank you, Perps. Yeah, yeah. Perps is there. Um, no, I was just going to say, like, like you were saying, Goff and Purdy, they're, they're kind of similar if you're going to rank them, you know, 1 to 10, 1 to 12, whatever. But um, as much as I say people overrate Purdy at times, you saw the difference between the two. Purdy can move around. He can do a little bit with his legs, and he can throw a little on the run. Goff is the definition of a statue. If, if even if the pocket's clean, but it's starting to close on him, he can't he can't throw the ball accurately. We saw that a few times, and I feel bad for him because because he's been through a lot, and he's you know you could get to a Super Bowl with him maybe, but I mean I, I think they should seriously think about you know finding someone else. I don't know who it's hard, it's way easier said than done, but I mean he is the definition of a statue. You know, there's no guesswork once you start to close that pocket down. Yeah, which is like I said, the difference. With he Brady, can't run. Brady he can't run happen. at all. He's the worst quarter running quarterback no. in the league. Um, let, let, let me even pull. If, even if he has to, I was just gonna say, even if he has to slide in the pocket, he becomes an accurate. Yeah, let me let me pull up the the stats from the game real quick and drop them on screen. This is the. Uh, these are the stats from the KC Chief game. Okay, so. Let me put this one over in the corner. I'm surprised Taylor Swift isn't on the game log there. Okay, Lions, here we go. Goff, Goff had, I think his, his on underdog is his um, higher, I think it was like three yards or something running the running the ball. I don't think I have the quarterbacks on here. Yeah, Goff didn't even have a rushing attempt. I mean, that's, that's he didn't even have a qualifying rushing attempt. It's crazy. He can't run at all. Uh, they don't necessarily need him to, but at the same time, you want somebody who can scramble a little bit. Laporta nine for ninety-seven. Um, let me re let me re screenshot this because I don't have the quarterbacks on screen here. Hold on, let me let me pull up the stats. But just a cra- what a crazy what a crazy. It, they're good games though. I think it just you know it comes down to like who did you want to win the game? Win the game? Like you're going to be disappointed if you were rooting for the Lions. And in all fairness, you know, I, I think a majority—I shouldn't say a majority because we got a lot of Niner fans um, in, in the chat. But I mean, the, the Lions, like, even if you had no skin in the game, your default, your default cheering for the Lions because they were the underdog, they were the Cinderella story. I think everybody kind of felt that way that didn't have, you know, Niner blood. If you have Niner blood, of course you're rooting for the Niners. But here's the the game log here: Goff two seventy three one TD, not amazing, but it's just it's not somebody that's going to take you to the Super Bowl in any sort of you know repeat fashion, if ever. Like that's why they didn't go is because of Goff. Purdy, look, you know, Purdy had two sixty seven one TD one INT five for forty eight on the ground. I think like last week, or yeah, I mean, yeah, last week against the Green Bay Packers, the reason Purdy didn't end up, you know, losing the game was his feet. Like five for forty-eight, and he scrambled at the end and saved himself. And then same thing in the Green Bay game. So he really did bail out his quarterback play 
His quarterback play was not fantastic in this game. He did very well at the end, ran the ball, made very good decisions. Like I said, Purdy's biggest asset is his processing, his ability to like pick things up very quickly, learn things very quickly. Um, there was a play that Purdy, uh, Purdy adjusted when the game clock was running down and it was supposed to have, I believe, Kittle in motion or somebody in motion. And he called off the motion because the clock was at three seconds. They ran the play anyway because it was a it was a Fugazi motion anyway. It was the tight end was going to go in motion, I think, and then return back. And so since it didn't really affect the play call too much, it was more of a, a, a of a drawn out you know count. He called off that motion and said, you know, stay there, stay there, stay there. Snapped the ball. McCaffrey ran a, a big long touchdown, and, and it was it wouldn't have happened. It was called the play that would have never happened. Like let's give Purdy his props. Purdy's very smart. He's very, you know, astute, and he he's a good learner, and he's a good processor. But he, you know, he he's got his deficiencies. If he would sold on this game and had and finished with the same half he had started with, we'd be hearing people absolutely fifty percent of even the Niner fan base saying that what are we going to do at quarterback next year? Like that's how close this stuff is. Sometimes it's with one, within one game, and when you see Goff, if Goff had won this game, let's say Goff had two touchdowns. 300 yards, the Niners never came back. Let's say Goff threw one more touchdown. The Niners never, you know, had any sort of comeback run, and they went to the Super Bowl. Even if they lost in a hard-fought battle, you'd have everybody saying that Goff's the starter next year. No question about it. No need to replace Goff. I'm not saying this to say that your point is, you know, teeter-tottering based on one game or not. I'm merely saying we all, that's fantasy football, that's the NFL, that's fandom, that's human beings. We're... We're so quick to judge something. And I I, I, I I, also feel, though, that golf is not the long-term answer, though. You know, we, we're very, very susceptible to being influenced by a game, though. I'm just saying. But I, I don't think I, I, I... If this is me, if this is my team, I don't necessarily replace him right away. But do I draft a Michael Penix Jr. and start grooming this player underneath? Right. Do I get somebody I believe is going to be better than golf for sure? And start golf. Like, yeah, that's probably what I would do. I think Michael Penix Jr. would be the most ideal player for the Detroit Lions to draft. He would be a absolute gem of a decision for this team. We got to adjust this. Jack I don't know. You what? I was just saying, maybe they think Hooker's that guy. We don't know. They may love him. Yeah, and, and you know what? We kind of liked him a lot. In you know, at least I did. Right. The show, the show did because I did. Um. So th- there's some upside there for sure. Let me let me adjust this draft order. KC, we'll put KC. Yeah. The, the last th- last thing I'll say real quick was um, just uh, like. Both teams, they have, you know, really skilled offensive players. And, and um, again, to credit Purdy, him being able to just move. I mean, he can run a little bit. Even just being able to move or getting a quarterback that can just Huge. move gives those skilled players time to get open. And that that's such a big difference for the offense. Yeah. Uh, Purdy did extend the play. It was, it was unbelievable. Tyler says, I'm forgetting about Hooker. I'm not forgetting about Hooker. He's just he's coming off an ACL tear previously and and they didn't you know he he didn't get to see him do anything so i'm not forgetting about him at all tyler i'm not forgetting about him at all he's certainly in the cards but we don't know what he is i think i think they probably you know know down deep whether he is or isn't they've seen him in practice they've seen him progress so they'll make that call whether hen and hooker is somebody that they need to start getting ready and groomed next year but 
I don't know how I feel about him. I, I, li- I liked him a lot. Walking in, yeah, I see that. One second. I like him a lot, but I still, you know, I think I'm with everybody else. That Like, if, if, if Penix were to fall. And there's a lot of talk that Penix could fall. Pops, uh, perps, perps, pops. Perps dropping uh, a gifted membership as well. Perps, appreciate you, my guy. What an absolute monster. Uh, my fr- my screen's frozen, which is why I can't see anything yet. Hold on a second. I got I got to figure out what the hell hell is going on here. Uh, Red with the twenty dollar hauler, and Perps with the gifted memberships. And I you said fifty. It's loading here. Hold on a second. Yeah, fifty. Perps, let me see here. If I can find it, gifted memberships, 50 from Perps. Absolute monster. There it is. It should be on screen what now. A what a guy. Moon Man extraordinaire. Moon Man. Saturn Man. All right. Hold on one second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play... Something real quick. If the phone line peeps would just uh, hang tight for me, everybody mute real quick. I'll be right back. I'm going to play this. I got to find it real quickly. Hold on. Where is it at? Where is it at? Maybe this had double meaning. This, this, this underdog thing that I, I created so many, so many years or so many months ago. Where is it at? I have it here somewhere. Where are you at? Yeah, ink tight callers, one second, all right? Let me see if I can find it. Is this it? Is this it? No, that's not it. That's not it. I'll play this in the meantime. But the continuum of the gigawatt component structure of Jameer Gibbs's workload divide has a megawatt offload that if you compartmentalize the component conjunction timekeeper and you flux capacitor out the continuum component megabolt, things just end up happening. And that's why Jameer Gibbs is a top five to 10 running back instead of top six to 10. He's Kyron, he's seven feet tall, and he knows how to handle a ball. He's Kyron, he can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns. I'll, I'll be back in just in just two minutes. I was trying to find something because I got to run to do something. Just hang out for two minutes. Be right back.
right, sorry about that. Uh, should be back. Everybody there? Sorry about the wait, guys. 146 yeah, of you in here. Yeah, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't lose too many people. Uh, Perps, appreciate you dropping that uh, that uh, gifted membership, my guy. And Red dropped another super chat, says, uh, kick the damn ball. This isn't Madden. Lions should be champs. Uh, is Red still on the phone? Red, appreciate your second super chat here. What can I? Uh, what, what else do you want to get off your mind? And thank you, Perps, again for the 50 gifted memberships. Everybody thank, thank, thank uh, Perps if you got one. That was the best way I could put it. Yeah. It sucks, man. There's a lot more swearing involved in that. But I mean, I guess I guess I it would don't. I guess it would say, man, that like you guys got really far. I mean, there's something exciting about that. I think your team yeah. if, if if let's say Hendon Hooker is the be- is the best option moving forward or you bring in Penix Jr. or you know, you roll with Goff one more year and you figure that out the next year, you guys should get you could potentially get better. So you know, the thing we're, is, though, they, they had they had they had a good team to do it with, just to play calm. You know, that like doesn't matter. You have the best team, best lines in the world, but if you if you, if you don't if you don't close it, you know, it's not. Yeah, I hear I you, bro. Know. I mean, he's a great coach. I love what he's doing with the team, but today was just a, today was a mishap. Today today was not a good idea. Yeah, still man. a great coach. Still, you know, he brought the lines back from something that we. We're not seen in hey, what fifty years. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bruce, are you a Lions fan? No. Okay, I'm just oh, making. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Vikings fan. So. Hmm. Are Are you hoping that uh, Are you hoping that uh, Kirk Cousins returns? Uh, yes. You think he does? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of on the fence right now. The the last I they heard. Oh, go ahead. They said they're in the sweepstakes for Russell Wilson, and then that means Kirk's out the door. Well, that's the problem with the way that the Vikings have treated Kirk Cousins. This is why I think everybody's so eager to say he's going to return because he he said he wants a good fit. He's not in it, in it about money, and everybody feels like that's him saying he'll return home. But what there could be an underlying problem brewing. In that situation is that they continuously look for another quarterback and they're very open about it. They were very, very intrigued about trading up and trying to get Anthony Richardson in the last draft. And so I bet you Kirk Cousins feels a little slighted to some degree. Now, J.J. wants him back. J.J.'s JJ's rallying to get him back. But the fact that you're even hearing whether it's true or not, we don't know. Whether you're hearing buzz in, you know, your your own your own fandom space. You're hearing it locally. You're saying right. You're hearing that maybe this team is looking at Russell Wilson. I'm hearing similar things. I'm also hearing things about them wanting to trade up and getting one of the big two or three top quarterbacks. They've been very interested in drafting a young rookie quarterback for a while, and and at some point that's going to drive away Kirk Cousins. And I think that might be maybe we're not sure. It's all speculation at this point. We're using as much, you know, logic and guesswork as we can. I'm thinking maybe they're at that point where they've driven this man away. I heard that Kirk said he wouldn't mind being a mentor, too. So, I don't know if it's driving him away if we draft a rookie. But if we sign, like, a, a someone... You know, I, I can't give a name. 
I can't think off the top of my head. I mean, the the It'll top like, the yeah. top the top rookies probably would be in order or rough order would be Caleb, then some are saying Drake May. I like JD five, but JD five Drake May. You got Bo Nix. You've got uh, you've got uh, even um, so you got Penix Jr. who I like, but a lot of people don't. You got McCarthy. You've got uh, who am I living out? So Bonix, um, JD five May. No, that's all of them. So those are the those are the top yeah. guys. You know, McCarthy's in my, in my opinion the worst of them, but still very solid, like an efficient quarterback, See, I suppose. But we kind of disagree there, Smitty. Why? In a sense of I like McCarthy the best because he's like a field general, like Kirk. And that's the kind of quarterback I like. Field generals that'll just sit there and say, eh, here we go. You know what I you know what I think is in the in the realm of possibility for you? You might want to get a little excited about this next comment out of my mouth, but you you might see Minnesota really get aggressive if the Chicago Bears want to keep Justin Fields, which is very much up in the air right now. I don't know if anybody saw this uh, video uh, clip that uh, the team put up, the, the the Chicago Bears social media on, on Twitter, a.k.a. X, um, put up this video. It looks like a tribute video to Justin Fields. It's, uh, it's like 48 seconds long. This is a clip from like the 23rd second or whatever. But it says Justin Fields won. JF1, and it's a, like a tribute video with no real message to it, and it, it it's got the the Bear fans and everyone on Twitter in the comment section up in arms. Like they, they don't half the people are assuming it means he's staying. Oh, we're keeping him great. The other half are like, that's a goodbye video. Caleb is a, a Chicago Bear, so we really don't know what in the hell is going on, but. It's you're sitting here looking at a situation where maybe this team's going to keep Justin Fields, and if they do, what pick is high enough to get him, and what pick is too low? But if you add other stuff in, could still be a package type of deal, like Seattle, like New Orleans, like Las Vegas, like Denver, and and is Minnesota's 11 pick overall the right price tag for Justin Fields? I'm sorry for Caleb Williams for the number one overall pick. So you very well could see this team, um, you know, mix in some stuff, future first rounders with the 11 pick to try and get Caleb or Justin Fields. If it was Justin Fields, it would be the 11 pick solo, right? Or some conditional picks on either side, who the hell knows. But 11 overall for Fields is feasible. Some people don't think that, they think that's too high of a price tag. So Minnesota could be in, maybe could be in the Fields business. Um, they also could be in the number one overall pick business. So they give the 11 and a future first rounder and some sort of conditional pick on top of that. Does that does that trade the Chicago Bears down to 11? I don't know. It might require two first rounders. Who the hell knows? 11 to one is costly. That's a costly move up. They know they could get the world, but I think Minnesota might consider, they might really want to pair up uh, Caleb Williams and Justin Jefferson. So that, that you could get excited yeah, about that. I don't like Caleb Williams. He's too much of a crybaby, in my opinion. Well, I I think for JJ, <laughs> I think for yeah, yeah. I'm with I'm with Travis. I'm with Travis. I want him over McCarthy though, Bruce. I don't want McCarthy over. You, can Can I say something without offending you, Bruce? Because you're my boy. You're back. I don't want to send you know. I don't want to send the wrong message right here because you're you're my boy and you get the you get to like you got 
almost carte blanche, as they say on the show today, because it's your first day back. But uh, you kind of you kind of gravitate toward these these mediocre quarterbacks, my guy. Like Jimmy G, you want you love Jimmy G, you want Jimmy G, <laughs> and now you want McCarthy uh, over Caleb. Come on, Bruce, you got it. Sure, I, I want McCarthy or Penix Jr. I don't mind the Penix Jr. Lane. I don't mind the Penix Jr. But like we can't we can't be wanting McCarthy over Caleb. I do agree there's some bust factor, but like you got to take that chance, you know. <laughs> If you could trade up and get him, but here's the good news: Penix Jr. is probably not going before. Well, he could go to to eight uh, at number eight to the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody that thinks Penix Jr. is locked into the second round right now need to remember back about a month before or half a month before the national championship game, he was getting hyped like a monster. And just because he played very badly, everyone's going to act like he's completely off the uh, off the you know. He's not even in consideration for a first-round pick is, I think, a little bit much, especially when workouts haven't even occurred. Like, if Penix Jr. goes out and has amazing workouts, you can bet your bottom dollar he's going to be a top 16 overall pick. If he goes out and looks mediocre on top of the national championship game that everybody's judging him too harshly on against a very good Michigan defense that, you know, is going to make anybody look silly, I think Atlanta taking Penix Jr. is, is in the realm of possibility. And if he falls there... Minnesota, Denver, Las Vegas, New Orleans, and Seattle will be crazy to pass on Penix Jr., which they might do. It depends on his pro days or combine. Are they debating on Penix Jr.'s health history too? A lot of people are, yeah, but he he's had two healthy years, you know, since his his string of, of very very injury plagued, you know, years. I I get it, I understand the concern, but like. It's been two years in the past, you know, so, I mean, like, you got to at some point be like, the fact that he got abused and banged up in the game and kept playing, there's no there's no effects from that. I don't know why people, people are like, see, he got hurt again. He didn't get hurt again. He played through it. He's banged up. He's getting smashed into the ground. What, what do you want him to do? Feel great every time he gets hit? Like, it's not his fault. He's sore. Right. Yeah, so Penix Jr. would be amazing for Minnesota. He'd be amazing for the Detroit Lions if for any reason he fell as we we're talking about uh, a minute ago like if, if he goes through this if he gets to pick number 16 and doesn't get selected there are a couple options here but not very many like Miami could take him because they're worried about Tua and that wouldn't that be great my I don't think I've ever mentioned that Miami Penix Jr. to Miami that's a Miami Mike guy too Woo. What a story, dude. Yeah, so so you got Pittsburgh, who will absolutely screw the pooch on that one and not take him. So Pittsburgh's a, a, a potential landing spot, but they won't take Penix Jr., I don't think. Miami, they should. And then you go through this, this gauntlet of teams that don't need quarterbacks because Baker probably gets, what, franchise tagged, maybe, in Tampa? Like, what do they, what do, they yeah, do? I had a question. What, what do they do with should Baker? franchise I think they signed him to a deal. Well, either way, he's probably in Tampa, right? So you keep going down this, and, you know, like Detroit would be smart to take Penix Jr. there. They really would. But you get, you know, you get you get to this territory. I mean, it, he very well could fall. If he gets past 16, he could fall. And if he gets past 16, he could fall into this range again in the second round. You know, so Penix Jr. could hit this 16 and then tumble. Because these teams don't need quarterbacks. 
It's not like he's, oh, he's he's not even a first-rounder. He's not a first-rounder because half the teams don't need quarterbacks. Um, yeah, Arthur. What do you guys think of this? Yeah, Seattle would be great for Penix Jr. What do you guys think of this Arthur Smith OC for the Pittsburgh Steelers? That that news. It has it, It's not official by any means, but he's interviewing. You know, ah, uh, you know, you know my, you know my gut. My gut says that most of the interviews that happen this late, they're becoming the hires. You know, because everybody's getting scooped up. And you're seeing a lot of people be very, very reactive. And if you're interviewing at this stage in the game, you've either gone through. What is that? Is that Bruce? Is that you? Were you getting some ice? What's that? What's that noise? No, I had to open my door. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Um, it, 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 uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? Someone remind me. Uh, the hires are like the. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. These interviews could be the. Yeah. So I, I have a feeling like if you're interviewing someone right now, you either went through all the others and you just decided, no, 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 no. We got to start over. Or you're literally like in your final interview and then you hire. You know, that that's kind of like the, the way I look at it. Because all the jobs are getting scooped up quickly. You got to yeah. act quickly. So if they interview Arthur Smith, there's a high probability he's the OC. I don't know. But what, what was crazy? I, I love you love that because no. of Ron? You love that because of Ron? <laughs> uh, I, I would just, say, I, I would just love, I'd love to hear Ron spin it because he'll find a way. Like, I give him all the credit. He's the best game in the world. He will find a way to spin that positive. You think? You don't think he'll come in just irate about yeah. it? Oh, oh he'll, he'll be irate at first. Give him a week and he'll spin it somehow. No, I, I, I have a question. I could, I could be wrong. Congrats, Jeff Sherman. He got in the finals, but it's all Lion players. I'm sorry, bro. I, I have a team like that, too. I'm in the, I believe I'm in the finals, and I have no quarterback. I had Josh Allen, so, I, yeah, I, I feel your pain on that. Um, Sorry, go ahead, Travis. I have a question for the, uh, forget who it was. Someone was a Falcons fan. What do you think of them hiring Raheem Morris? Over Bill Belichick, 100% best move. Like, look, uh, you haven't been here for this, Bruce. You got to go back and watch that video. I did a, like a, a two-hour show on it, so you're you're without beating a dead horse. I also talked about it on the show today, so you came in a little late. But this combination of Rams coaching staff, you know, duo right here, Raheem Morris, defensive mastermind, might I say? Actually, I, I, I and, and everybody. In this organization, going to bat for him, everybody. You've even had Ramsey tweet something. You had, you had, uh, 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 you had Shanahan. You had, you had Kyle Shanahan yesterday say that he was begging his dad to hire him like many years ago, and has coached with them. He turned into the wide receiver coach when they needed a wide receiver coach back when he was coaching with them. And he said he did it beautifully. He transitioned from defense to wide receiver. So he's got an offensive mind. He knows how to to you know be a part of that part of the, the, the system. And he hired the QB coordinator that just had Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams, Rams offense churning out production. How is this not the best marriage? The two of these guys are better than just Harbaugh. In my opinion, so for this for, for this situation, it's a beautiful situation, bro. There is some of it's about fit, right? 
Harbaugh is perfect for the Chargers. I don't know that Morris and Zach uh, Robinson are the best fit together in that Chargers situation. I would be excited about it, of course, but I think this is perfect. Harbaugh needs this type of team. Harbaugh needs Herbert. You know, and Herbert needs Harbaugh because Herbert can't survive as a top three gunslinger. He's not meant to go out there and just be a 45 touchdown tosser and, and also throw 5,000 yards. And this guy is going to turn Herbert into the McCarthy for him. And I think he'll play a lot better than McCarthy. But he also is going to have this defense balanced attack run game. Maybe he brings in Corum. Maybe he signs Barkley. Everyone says they're in cap hell and it can't happen. The cap is fake. They can move all things around. Remember when Aaron Rodgers signed his monster mega deal when they were currently four, I think there were 30 or 40 million over the cap the moment he signed the contract. Give me a, they'll figure it out. They'll move money. It'll be fine. The cap also increases, I think, every two years, like 20%. Like, it, it's going to be okay. Mahomes signed his his $500 million contract, his 10-year deal. Everybody said they never, ever sign another player again. They Their offensive line was garbage. They fixed it within one calendar year. So everyone needs to relax on them having no money. It's going to be fine, and Harbaugh is a perfect fit. But back over here, I would say this combo, if it was just Morris, I'd still be excited, but I'd be like, who's the OC? New guy comes in that we, we like. Even if it was Ben Johnson, we'd be like, okay, Ben Johnson and Raheem Morris, pretty good. I'm feeling good about that. Or Todd Munkin, be phenomenal. That'd be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, by the way, you got to talk about Kellen Moore and, uh, and the, what the Eagles did because the Eagles brought in a, a, a nice little duo. To, to replace OCDC and keep Sirianni in place to do what Sirianni does do well. There's certain things he does do well, commands the men when he's not trying to do everything himself or whatever. But but Kellen Moore comes over from the Chargers and uh, comes over from the Cowboys to the Chargers. This is the this is the system, the air attack, fantastic. I love that he's going over to work with Jalen Hurts. Kellen Moore with Jalen Hurts is fantastic. So. I'm going to take him off the board here because he's not even a part of this. But anyway, that's my thought on it, dude. I, I think I think Morris and Zach Robinson are the best combination for the Atlanta Falcons. This is the this is a Rams offense transference. It's going to transfer over. Atlanta Falcons will mirror a lot like the Rams, similar to how Mike McDaniel came from the Shanahan coaching tree in San Francisco and emulated the Niners system in a way in Miami and it's been very successful regardless of whether they've gone far yet it's still very early on in, in Miami Mike's uh, career so that might mean in my opinion they're not going to give up on Desmond Ritter they no just no, we're gonna no. Roll. absolutely I, I think it absolutely means the opposite I think they're 100% getting rid of Ritter 100% because you, you think about this guy Zach Robinson He's a quarterback coordinator. He's a quarterback guru. Like, if he thinks Ritter is his guy, then he's not who he thought he was. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I, could he keep Ritter on the team? Maybe, because he's familiar with, the, you know, the guys. And Sure, but they're going to... Bro, you got to think about it from this perspective, too. Raheem Morris goes to be coach of the Atlanta Falcons, right? He elevates. Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator, now becomes head coach. This is the QB coordinator, Zach Robinson, in in L.A., making a, a masterful you know a system and helping support a, a masterful system that's dropping loads all over the place for the Rams all year. Puka Nakua, Kyron, throwing to Kyron, 
uh, one running back system that he's supporting and helping maintain, might I remind you. So that's great for Bijan. This guy's used to one running back. He's been drawing stuff up for one, one running back while he's been in L.A. So he's used to it. It's what he wants. It's probably what he desires. We'll find out. A lot of moving parts to really know for sure. No one knows for sure about any of this. But this is the best educated guessing I could do. And when I went live to 24 hours, 48 hours before the signing ever even became official... I said it was happening, you know, like it's happening. And there were a lot of doubters. Ron came in saying he's going to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> and now, now, now he goes here. Sorry, Ron's watching. And and then now Arthur Smith is maybe going from here <laughs> to Pittsburgh. <laughs> but um, I think if you think about it, Brucey, Zach Robinson has a chance to go be an OC instead of being just a QB coordinator, right? What do you think his right. bread and butter is? What is his desired landing spot? Probably choice of quarterback, I imagine. Or he goes to a place where he loves the quarterback and he doesn't need to search for one. Or he goes somewhere that doesn't have good quarterback play and he gets to pick who his quarterback's going to be. Well, what does he have? What kind of what kind of leverage does he have to get in a position to have a quarterback? Well, I'll tell you. It's the number eight overall pick. What better situation than to have... Uh, you know, maybe one through seven, but the number eight overall pick and uh, a defensive coach is going to give you full authority to do whatever the hell you want. This guy gets the perfect scenario. Bijan Robinson, number eight overall pick. Drake London, number eight overall pick. Kyle Pitts, number four overall pick. And back to back to back drafts. And now you got the eight overall pick again to solve your quarterback problems. Whether you trade it for, you know, Justin Fields, whether you trade it. And and try you know some move with Russell Wilson, like it wouldn't would it be crazy to trade the eight to the twelve to get Russell Wilson and have them eat a bunch of his cap? Is that something that would be anybody want to weigh in on that? Is that a, that's an idea I haven't even heard. I I got a question, man. I haven't even heard that, but I thought I'd throw it out. That's kind of an interesting idea. What? Well, go ahead, bro. I got a question. Yeah. Is wait okay? You were wheeling around names and things about OCs and all this and Arthur Smith is being considered for a job it's hard to believe isn't it my mom my mom my mom doesn't even know what football is really and, and she would be a better offensive coordinator than Arthur Smith she'd say so many weapons on that team dude who is so the, many weapons on who does Bijan we spent a lot on Bijan let's play him that's what my mom would say I think any logical person would say but 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 what do you think of that, Ben, that idea? I'm not saying I love the idea. I just I haven't heard anybody say it. It just kind of came to me. You swap eight and twelve and you get Russell Wilson and you have him eat a lot of the you know, a lot of the contract or something. Not a horrible think, idea. You know, if I'm, if I'm Atlanta if I'm Atlanta, I get fields, dude. I just I, well, I drop the pick, I of get course. fields that I bring him in. Of course. Fields, uh Fields and, and JD five, those would be atop my list. Penix Jr. would even be above that. But I'm just saying if they're if they're not wanting to go after a rookie and they can't get Justin Fields, isn't that kind of not not a bad move? Eight to twelve. Look, Denver wants to get rid of him. They're gonna cut him. Like they're gonna take all the dead oh, yeah, cap dude, hit. I live here. I live here. It's, it's so much money yeah. that they they're gonna give him away for Pita. Yeah, so don't you think a, an eight to, eight to twelve move down is not a bad move for both teams? Yeah, I don't think it's a bad. No, here's a question. As long as, I as, have. as long as it, I mean, because everything I'm hearing in Chicago is going to take Williams, which, by the way, I think is a historically bad move. But if Atlanta can get Fields out of this, it's going to be blissful for them. 
What yeah. if Atlanta uh, signs Kirk? Yeah, we talked about that. That's certainly in the yeah. realm of possibility. Um, this, this, this is kind of a band-aid, though, isn't it? I feel a little bit that way too. I know Kirk has done amazing. That's not ripping on Kirk Cousins at all, but he is definitely. I love it. Not, he, yeah, I love it. he's not a long-term option for a team that's very young and ready to build from the ground up. You know what I mean? Like I agree with you. I think at the end of the day, you don't want Kirk Cousins. You want to have the next Stroud. And somebody might say getting Stroud's tough, but guess what? I'm in the business of if I'm a GM, in the I'm in the business of landing stuff. I'm not in the business of oh that's hard. It's probably hard to do that. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm going to find the next Stroud. I believe Penix Jr. or right. specifically JD Five. JD Five is the next Lamar Jackson. He might be better than what Lamar is, Jackson is, at the is, end of Fields, the day. What if Fields though is that guy? And he's never had the right opportunity. I'm, though I'm on board. I mean, hundred percent on board. Such a better situation. Hundred percent on board. That I like. If it's not feel like if they're not getting rid of Fields though. And it's 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 kind of a up in the air type of thing. That that tribute video, majority of fans, I'd say seventy percent, are taking it is they're keeping Fields. <laughs> we don't know. We're hearing all kinds of yeah, crazy. It is, it is the Bears though, and they make the notoriously shitty decision. True, true. But some would say the shit the shitty decision is not getting Caleb and starting over. The one thing I'd say for the Bears, the smart the, the and I'm not saying Caleb's my guy. It would be JD five. But the problem is they don't want to. They don't want just a running quarterback in their mind, and a lot of people view JD five that way. I don't. I think JD five is amazing. Right. But but they, they Ryan Poles, this staff, if they draft Caleb or a rookie QB, they get to reset the clock, and they're going to keep their jobs for more than one year if they do that. If they keep Fields and it doesn't work, they're gone. So, you know what I mean? That's something that weighs on a coach, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're making big money. And it's like, well, when's the next one going to come? Yeah. I just think that, I mean, okay, I'm not a Williams guy. I, I, I'm not feeling him anywhere. And I like Fields. And I'm like, if, if Atlanta could do something, I don't even know if they got it. I don't know. I mean, Chicago's already got the one pick. So they don't need it. It's like just – you, you got to kind of force their hand. If they're going to take him, then get him on the cheap. And man, I think you, I think you, that's such a good move. Yeah. There's a, there's, there's a, a good, the, there's a good question in the chat that I want to bring up and just answer to the best of my ability and, and just tell you why I think this is uh, in play. Um, where is it right here? Someone says if Atlanta, I think it was AJ. If Atlanta wants Russell, they should just wait for him to get cut. Why take on his current contract? Because if if they bring him in, here's his contract right now. If if they make it so that this they're gonna have Denver eat some of it, then it can it could be potentially worth it for them. Also, give them a little bit of an out rather than sign. I mean, they could also sign him to a very small contract, but you also don't have the competition too. I'm not saying Russell Wilson is the best thing since sliced bread. I'm not even saying he's magnificent for this Atlanta Falcons like situation. It's he's just, way better than anything. Yeah, now. I think I think <laughs> I it's mean, one of you know. I think it's one of those things where like you know like when you're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and you're at the five hundred thousand dollar level and it's like do you want to risk it and go to the next question? I think when you're talking about you get Russell Wilson versus what you've had, 
or do you want to risk it and go on to the next quarterback and maybe not land Penix Jr., maybe not get... Like, there's a lot of, like, that fear involved of not having... Russell Wilson's pretty damn good, you know, for this system. Like, I, I think you, you put no, him in... You put him in here. Look how Stafford flourished. Nobody thought Stafford was going to do what Stafford did. Maybe, maybe Zach Robinson, this amazing... QB coordinator turned now offensive coordinator in Atlanta for head coach Morris is able to take Russell Wilson and turn him into Stafford. You know, is, is does anybody on the phone line think well, it's impossible for Russell Wilson to play as good as Stafford? Well, I don't think it's. I think he could. I, was, I, was, I don't. I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, like you were saying, on top, like you know. You might not want to wait for me to cut because I guarantee you there's at least three or four coaches or coordinators who look at Wilson and go, I can do something with him. Yeah, they yeah. They have the confidence in themselves that they can make it work. Yeah, so to AJ's question, why not wait for him to get cut? Competition. You've got you've got you've got Minnesota right. that might be looking at it. You've got uh, Las Vegas. You've got New Orleans. You've got Seattle. You've got a plethora of teams, um, even the Giants who can't do anything. Their hands are tied with Danny Dimes. If everybody can mute real quick, we got some real big background noise. Um, if everybody can mute real quick, till I, I, uh, I call you out, and then you can you can unmute. Um, you got a you got Danny Dimes who who's on a huge contract. They have to they have to keep him. Like, what if Russell Wilson was free? They could maybe offer something that was like a safeguard move, and, and nobody wants to pay that. Like, and, and if you make Denver eat some of it, you're also keeping in place a contract that is not the longest running contract. You literally will have 2024, 2025, and you're out as in 2026. So it feels like, okay, if, if you can have some of this eaten, the contract. Um, also, the base salary, 17 and 37. Um, so depending on what what you can you can put on the, the Denver Broncos plate before you make the move, it would make it an attractive move. Because you're going to have to pay a quarterback a handsome amount. Like Russell Wilson is a free agent. Even though if he gets cut, he's still going to cost a lot. Like he's not going to be free. So if you can get it as close to a little bit, a little bit over that amount of you'd probably be paying anyway on maybe a little bit longer contract, or maybe you wouldn't need to, and not have the competition for him, then it's probably worth it. You know, so that twelve to eight move seems very, very like appealing though, because it's not a big bump down. Um, a lot of these guys will be quarterbacks and you might even get your same player that you're targeting. That's a non quarterback or wide receiver. Then again, you could get neighbors here. You know, maybe you can pull this off without doing that. Maybe you just give your second rounder for Russell Wilson. You know what? Come to think of it. Why do the move down at all? Just offer a second rounder, third rounder. Well, what is okay? You're talking about Russell Wilson. We're talking about going to Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah. And I why, and I take why don't we put some skin in the game and just go get Fields? If, I mean, it, would you rather have Russell Wilson or Fields? Again, I I I don't know if you heard me That's say. Bad. Yeah, I already said that, but which is fine. You maybe didn't hear me, but I said of course. But I'm saying if Fields doesn't work out, if Fields is because Fields is not 100 percent available. It's 50 50 whether he goes right now. I think he probably. I think the Bears would be crazy to not move on because they haven't made it work. And like I said, I think they want to reset the clock. Right. But I, my scenario was if Fields is not available, if JD five wasn't going to fall to you because he had such a good pro day or whatever, and that might happen. You know, this whole it, who knows the timeline of when all this stuff even happens anyway. So, um, you know, this might happen well, well before that. What? What is the Giants? 
What is it? The Giants trade their first round pick and Danny Dimes. Nobody wants Danny Dimes. Nobody wants Danny Dimes. I couldn't believe they ever gave him the money. I mean, I never got that. What if they eat his cap? I don't think you can eat enough of his cap. I don't, or his 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 contract. Danny Dimes' contract is one of the worst contracts in the NFL. Daniel Jones. He got rich for being horrible. He got rich for being horrible. That was the dumbest move. The Giants set themselves back. It it was almost uh, Deshaun Watson bad, contract-wise. It was really, really, really awful. The dead cap is through the roof. People get paid millions and millions of dollars to make those decisions. I just don't get it, man. And keep in mind, even trading him, there's a a cap hit. You know what I mean? It's not not like it's just you just transfer everything over. There's no value. There's no value. Yeah, here, Bruce. Here's the contract. I'm gonna I want to put Danny Dimes' contract on screen. The out is in 2025 potentially, so you you do have you know you do have this one season, and then you have an out. But the out is a 22 million dollar cap hit, still significant. But his cap hit is 69.3 million this year. So you just can't you can't even do anything with that. Yeah, I think they have to take the out when it comes. Yeah, but hey, I, t- I take back my swapping the 12 and 8. You don't need to do that. You just give a second rounder to take no, on. I don't think so. You just give, give up a second rounder. I mean, maybe cost less, but let's just spitball second rounder. You take neighbors at number 8 or, or got to want to say Bowers. <laughs> just put Bowers in the wide receiver. But, yeah, I know they got Pitts, but um, I like Bowers more than Pitts. You, you take neighbors at 8 if he's there. Adunze maybe. You could also take a Dunze. Right. A wide right. receiver is a good a good selection, especially if you're going to get a Russell Wilson or a Fields. Or you just take, you know, I don't think JD5, I think his value is going to be too high. I think you can get Penix Jr. here. I think that while everybody thinks that's laughable right now, he'll climb this high when he starts, you know, showing off his no, skills. I, I went to Indiana. I actually watched him play live. He's, he's, I mean, I'm older, but, I mean, he brought Indiana football actually back to relevance. Then he went to Washington and got the national championship game. The guy is an absolute electric monster, man. He is. Just, the injury is the only thing you got to worry about. Yeah, but he's two, good, man. Two he's years, good. two years injury free, really. I mean, for the most part, like I just think people need to let that go. He is older, but look, we're talking about a quarterback. I don't care if a quarterback's older. That does matter in running back years. Like if you're 24 as a running back, that's a that's a disaster. If you're if you're like an a year older than Stroud and you're Penix Jr., which is I think the case, or they're the same yeah. age, or he's a year older, no, you're it's right. not a you're big right. deal. Like we're talking about a court, quarterback could play easily to thirty five. Like why are we worried about a guy being twenty three when he could play to thirty five years? You know what I mean? So I'm not worried no, at he's all. Mike, he's Michael Vick, dude. He's Michael Vick. He's got all that. He can run too. He just doesn't do it much. He didn't do it much at Washington. He's much more in Indiana. He's also very he's accurate, player. bro. People were ripping on him in the national championship game that watched one game of football. They didn't watch the entire season. They come in like their their Monday morning quarterback self, watch one game and say, "Did you see him overthrow Adunze?" Adunze said he did not overthrow me. He said in that game he threw it exactly where you're supposed to throw. I went the wrong way. I ran the wrong route. And people don't know that. So people continue to act like Penix Jr. looked awful in the game. He did his very best. He tried to put that entire team on his back against one of the best defenses in college football. Like people are crazy. I love Penix Jr. Give me Penix Jr. in Atlanta he all day bullets, long. Sam. He throws bullets. All day long. I love I love that landing spot. I love it. Now I love that people don't love yep. it. I love. I almost love Penix yeah. Jr. in Atlanta more than I love Aaron Rodgers. 
Hey, who am I talking to here, by the way? Smitty. My show. No, you're, yeah, you're Smitty. Yeah, it's yeah, my, 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 my show. Having a good time. <laughs> Who'd you think? Who'd you think you're no, talking to? I think the the the. the <laughs> you think you're talking to the you board hop? <laughs> this is the board hop. I'm just having a conversation with you. You want me to put you live on with Smitty? <laughs> no, man. I want to keep talking to you because here's the thing. Um, I think I think you're right on pretty much everything, man. I like where you're. I like where you're coming from. I appreciate you, bro. Wait, just wait. You're gonna love the freaking off season, bro. You're going to. I know we're in it right now, but like you're going. You're not even. You don't even know what you're getting into because you never. You haven't been here. The off season's off the hook, bro. People are going to sleep right now. Other channels, content creators are. They haven't had a li- one live video in a week. We're. I'm live every single day. Not to mention, you know what we're doing right after this? We're going live on Rumble. Right after this, I'm going over to my Rumble channel, sure. and we're going to go live and my talk about My wife's on that because she's, she's right-wing crazy, but that's cool because that's fine. All right. um, I'm not on Rumble. Well, not that, though. I, I don't do a lot of Yeah, but, but, but keep, keep, in mind that, 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 keep in mind that people think that's what Rumble is about. And the owner no, of Rumble, no, no, I, I, I know, I'm, I'm all about, but I want to clarify that. Like, if anybody thinks that, in, you know, that there's some sort of like, I think the owner of Rumble said there are major, like more than fifty percent of the shows on there actually like they lean the other way, and people just yep. assume that because the reason mm-hmm. Rumble's become popular is a lot of the controversial people that have been like you know canceled, like Andrew Tate and. And all those guys, right, they, right, they've right. gone over there because it's the only platform that doesn't censor. And that makes people think, oh, if they don't censor, they must be you know leaning this way or the other way. They just had an open door policy to everybody. And so it attracted a, a couple big names. But I promise you, Rumble is unbelievably fun. And and I just dropped the I Rumble like link. I don't content and I don't, and I don't watch porn. And the thing is, no, I just like, I mean, fuck YouTube to a point. They've gotten so big that they think they can do whatever. Oh, we love we love YouTube when we're on YouTube. Uh, just, just to clarify, YouTube, we love you. Family show, family show, uh, Stan, family show. I'm not, a, I'm not on the air. Yeah, you are on the air. We're live, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. shit, sorry. What do you think? Stan, I'm I'm, I'm, let's back, Stan, let's back up for a second. Stan, let's back up for a second. One on the earth. Where on the earth do you think you are right now? You called into the live show, and you you aren't sure you're talking to me, and then you don't know that you're on the air. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Stan. I don't know, Smitty. I'm on the moon. No, I'm on uh, Saturn. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, Stan. I lo- I love you anyway, pal. I love you anyway. But yeah, watch no, the language, dude, watch the language to a degree just because, like you said about YouTube, they're a little bit finicky. Um, My bad. My no, bad. it's fine. It's fine. This is uh, this is the way it goes. We, we, we aren't a family show, but we I, what I always say is we all do have families. <laughs> so we, where's, we got to be where we need him. We got to be civilized. What? Denny? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. Hey, uh, is he mad at you again? I don't know. Denny doesn't know where he is. Yeah. Hey, Stan, appreciate you, bro. Uh, yeah, hey, make sure you watch the entirety of the, of the offseason. You're going to love it. And then get on over to Rumble. I just dropped the link. I'm going to drop the link one more time. We're going to go live on Rumble in just a little bit. Please follow me over there, guys. Rumble is, we're going to tear up Rumble. We're going to be the, the top cha- the top sports channel, and especially fantasy football. But I want to be the top NFL Why channel on you? Rumble. I don't know. That's a good question. All right. We'll see you, you? We'll see you later, Stanton.
Pity of a boy. Later. All right, later. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what do you guys think he thought he was doing? Because he he didn't think he was talking he to was me. Like on a, a pre pre taping. <laughs> pre taping. Did Stan think he was just calling my cell phone number? <laughs> what was he talking to Ziggy? He's, he's like, we aren't live. Talking to Ziggy on the pre tape. <laughs> we aren't live, are we? No, no, Stan. We've just been talking for about thirty minutes on the on the channel, and this is not he even Smitty. Of, this is Smitty's mother. I just have a deep of, voice. Thought everyone else on the phone. Thought everyone else on the phone was just like people in the background at your house. Oh man, Stanton's on Saturn. Let's send Stanton to no, Saturn. Cool. He lives on Saturn. He's Saturn. not. He's not all here he's because there. he's on Saturn. Um, okay, uh, let's go over to Ben real quick. Ben, you've been waiting very patiently. Then I'll go to the Bruce to say goodbye, then to Travis to say goodbye. Ben, you've got the floor for a small period of time. Uh, keep it entertaining and short, please. Oh, I will. Uh, thank you. How are you doing today? Steady? We're, I'm fantastic, Ben. Fantastic. Good. I just, I'm a little sad because I feel sorry for the Lions. Yeah. I have both my teams. In my entire life, I've combined to been to seven NFC and AFC championship games, and they've only combined to win one. So I know how it feels to lose the NFC championship. So yeah, I, I feel bad. Feel sad. For them. I feel sad that you feel sad. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Um, so, hey, I got a question for you. Now that it's Mahomes back in the Super Bowl again, if Mahomes by chance wins by back chance. to back, by do chance. we gotta start considering Mahomes even better than Montana? You know what makes me what you know what makes me mad, very angry, is how many people were acting like that wasn't even a conversation like three weeks ago. You know, it really makes me mad how many people jumped off the Mahomes train in terms of being one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Like when you say, and we had those conversations that were pulled away from fantasy, dissected from fantasy conversation and just said, who's the number one quarterback in the league? Like if you're drafting a team today as a GM, you don't have any other players. You're, you're, it's like you're on the field, you know, and, and back in school and you're, you're, you're picking players and you get first pick. Who are you taking as the first person of your, your squad, your team? People stop talking about Mahomes. He's not even the guy. I don't even know. People, people were mentioning this guy. At, at times, Bert, Purdy, as if they, they would draft, and they're Niner fans, but as if they draft this man over this man. And now everybody's back on this guy as if he's ne they've never left. And now now I'm hearing people bring this conversation up, and I don't blame you for it, and it's a good topic. But it's like, man, people are very fickle. You know, especially people that are jumping off of Jalen Hurts right now, who's going to get Kellen Moore. I saw a comment in here. Don't think I didn't see it. Somebody said, hey, Smitty, does Kellen Moore help? Jalen Hurts in the passing attack or hurt it, it helps it. Keep in mind, Kellen Moore came from, from Dallas. Dallas was airing it out. Now, granted, McCarthy did as well. But McCarthy, if you remember in the beginning of the year, wanted to run the damn ball. And the offense wasn't really jiving. And then he kind of shifted back toward the Kellen Moore approach. And then they made Lamb into a Lamb Chop monster. And absolutely, Lamb got lambed. Get Lamb. Lamb absolutely became the man this year. So McCarthy, hats off to McCarthy. Let's send McCarthy to Saturn because he adjusted and adapted like we said he would need to if he was going to go to this run-heavy attack and it didn't work. Why Why fix something that isn't broken? 
You know, especially when the Cowboys are a top five offense every year, and you're gonna you're gonna send Kellen Moore packing, and then you're gonna you're gonna what? Or he he left, and you're gonna what? Change the offense, and so it wasn't a good idea. Thank God they didn't like fully follow through with that plan of attack. But the point is, McCarthy, everything you see in Dallas, Kellen Moore, you know, even though he went to the Chargers situation, didn't really work out, you know, as well as it could have. I'm still very optimistic. And so I think I'm circling back around 10 different tangents. But Hurts, to me, is going to thrive in this uh, this setup. At Fangio, they, they made some really, two really good defense and offensive coordinator moves today or yesterday. All right, bro. Uh, appreciate you. My answer to you is, is Ben, yes, Mahomes is absolutely in the conversation of the best quarterback of all time. Um, I don't think he's there yet, but I think if he wins a championship, or if he wins the Super Bowl here in two weeks, I, I think we're 100% going to be talking about him being, like, right there. Better you know, he, he, well, I, I mean, you're, they're two different, they're two different, you know, it's kind of like comparing LeBron and Jordan. It's, it really is hard to do, or I, I think Jordan's better. But I understand why people struggle with it. What I what I hate is when somebody argues that didn't watch them both play. Like when a when a when a twenty two year old kid says LeBron's the best, what are you talking about? That kid doesn't know what he's talking about because he never watched Michael Jordan play. Just like we can't really say Wilt Chamberlain wasn't better than Jordan, and Jordan himself will tell you that you can't do well, those I, comparisons. You know, I, you know, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I yeah, I mean obviously I wasn't around during the Chamberlain era, but. I know for a fact Jordan is because Wilt only padded his stats. Yeah, but but Jordan, but Jordan himself will tell you it's it's a near impossible comparison because it was there were different times, um, and and there were you know you play you, you can only be as good as your equipment and your training, your pedigree, and and the evolved the the sport was only evolved so far. It's so much more evolved. Like there's a lot to factor in. My point being that you start talking about Joe Montana and Mahomes, they're so far apart. Do I think he'll be thought of as better than Brady? That's where he's headed. You know, he's still got a ways to go, but man, he's on the track. He's still he's still so young that he one hundred percent could catch Brady. Well, I think he could, but I feel like it's like almost impossible to catch Brady. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, I mean not well, it's not in like 100% impossible. Ziggy, how old is Patrick Mahomes? Let's see what Ziggy says. Ziggy, how old is Patrick Mahomes? Let's see what his birthday is. Patrick Mahomes is 28 years old. He Dude. was born on September 17th. Ziggy, off. Bro, this guy could play another 10 years. I've done the math. Because people argue with me all the time on it. What? Go ahead, Travis. What are you, you going to say? If, he, if uh, well, people always, because I'm a Patriots fan, bring it up. And basically, if Mahomes can do this for like 13 or 14 more years and win a Super Bowl one out of every three years, he can match Brady. And yeah. he's going to average like 12, 12 wins a year, 4,200 yards. 30 touchdowns, something like that. 
And you just have to last long enough. And I don't know that the only measurement would be Super Bowl rings, though. You know what I mean? Like I, st- I still think no, you can you can catch you can catch somebody. You know, like as you notice, people will compare LeBron and Jordan. No one's saying it's because of championships. If it was because of championships, Jordan would win. Why? Because let, let me show you something that will never probably be repeated ever in the history of the NBA. Jordan won three titles in a row in a three-peat. So three titles in a row, took his mini little break, and uh, and comes back and wins three more titles in a row. <laughs> he had two three-peats back, um, nearly back-to-back. What was there? Wasn't there a, Ben, I don't know if you remember, there's a year in between? Was there a year in between? Uh, I think two, it was, right? I believe it was a did, year or two. Did the, yeah. the Rockets win back-to-back, was it? Maybe it was. So there's like a two-year break, but jo- Jordan won three titles in a row. Two-year break. Did he retire? He retired in that time, right? He retired for one year? <laughs> yeah, he retired year, for year, one year. And then came, came back and won three titles in a row again. That That is that, – you want to know who the best player in NBA history is. That's my pick. I, but I'm saying I can understand somebody saying, hey, it's, you know, Wilt. It can't be – it can't be LeBron, though. Like, everyone needs to calm down on that. It's, it's not LeBron. LeBron will not beat Jordan, in, in my opinion. As a LeBron James fan, I can agree with that. I just think that anybody that says like, "Oh, stop! LeBron's the best." You're you're 23 years old, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But you didn't. You didn't. You don't even know who Jordan is. Like b- back when Jordan played, uh, does anybody remember the Jordan videotapes? There are videotapes that, that of of yep. Michael Jordan's dunk dunk contest growing up. Uh, yep. Remember, remember Mama Jordan that they they used was it was it AC Green or whoever put a wig on and pretended to be his mom that they didn't even have CGI they didn't have yeah. that was how they had to pretend his mom could dunk and one of Jordan's videos yeah. is a cassette yeah. tape a videotape the person that says LeBron James is better than Jordan doesn't even know what a VHS player is those VHS tapes he put in and and it was like hey mama can you dunk or whatever and it showed his mom and then they cut to AC Green with the wig on, and you could kind of see that it was it was it was a guy, and he dribbled and he dunked the ball, and then they go back to his mom. <laughs> like that's how long ago this was. Like people are crazy, man. Le- LeBron, MJ, the MJ plus MJ was just on a different level compared. Like, and I've heard too where people have said people that are in the NBA, people that are. You know, I want to say it was Iverson or somebody that we should be trusting with their analysis said that if Jordan played in today's NBA, he'd score 50 points a game. You know, I think that could go either way, but uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Hey, Ben, appreciate Uh, you, bro. Got to, I, I got to get on Rumble. All right, go go to Rumble, guys, uh, in a minute. So, Ben, make sure you get on over to Rumble. Follow me. The link I just dropped. We're going to be live on Rumble in a minute. All right, later, bro. Uh, real quickly, Bruce, I'm going to go on Rumble in a minute. Make sure you hit that link. Any any final thoughts, Bruce? I'm very glad to have you back. I'd love for you to call into the Rumble show in a few minutes. Uh, you know, the, the only thing I have is glad to be back and... Uh, I don't know who the best uh, quarterback is going to uh, – or the best rookie is going to be this year. I'm waiting to find out JD your uh, opinion. JD5, I'll tell you that already. JD5. Uh, Jaden Daniels is his name. You'll love him, bro. 
All right. Hey, uh, see, see you on Rumble. Uh, All right, later. Uh, Travis, any final thoughts? Yeah, good to have Bruce back. we got to keep yeah, for sure. Um, real quick, I was just going to say, um, Jameson Williams looked pretty good tonight. Do you think um, you think there's a chance he breaks out next year? Or? He's still young enough, right? Yeah, I, I like him. I, I think he could be a good I think you get a quarterback in there. I think we get a quarterback, a different quarterback in there, and maybe t- tough to really say. You know that there's enough I mean, to go around for him to be, yeah, you know, as good as he could be. But I think we're definitely seeing him kind of come into his own. He's very, very fast, good acceleration. College, he had acceleration that no other wide receiver had, and, to- and then he tore his yeah, ACL. Like there, there's a video clip of yeah, of, just- of Jamison Williams in college before he tore his ACL. Where it was like you watched the I'll try and I think I've did on my Instagram, but you watch him running this direction, let's say north, and there's a DB here, and he's the DB actually the DB's I think on the side of him, so the DB's right right here, and he's he's backing up with him, and he turns around and starts running, and he stutter steps, and then accelerates by him, and and you swear that. He's in he's in fast motion and this guy's in slow motion when you watch the whoa this thing's yeah. getting all crazy on me. Um so <laughs> we made we made a mess. We made a mess on the marker board, Ma. Uh anyway. <laughs> all right, Travis, I gotta get over to Rumble. Appreciate you, man. Call call into Rumble. Yep. See you there. Bye. Later. All right, guys, appreciate you all. Thank you to all my super chatters. I got two super chats here. DeBalt says, uh, Justin Fields to Atlanta. Say it with me, Smitty. Justin Fields to Atlanta. We want it. I I want it. Uh, Stanton wants it. Everybody wants it, bro. Justin Fields to Atlanta. Let's make it happen. And Stanton with a $20 hauler. Saturn is cool. Smitty, you're my boy. Stanton, are you still here? Stanton, appreciate you dropping a 20 wad. You get a $20 celebration, my guy. Alert. Super chat alert. Stanton to the moon. Thank you, Stanton. Stanton is the man with the master plan. It's my boy, Blue. Stanton, you still here? Appreciate you. All right, guys. I'll see you over on the Rumble channel. Here's the link one more time. Rumble. Let's go. Hit it. Drop it. Do it live. Smash that that link. Follow me. Get ready. We're going on Rumble. Appreciate you all. Congrats to the Niners. Congrats to the Chiefs. And uh, heartfelt apology to the Lion fans out there. And, uh, you know, sucked watching them unravel, to be honest. I was really pulling for that Cinderella story. And if you're a Ravens supporter or Lamar Jackson supporter, look, the Ravens will probably be better next year than they were this year. You know, they're going to come in hungry. They're going to bring in some talent. They're going to maybe bring in like a Barkley or somebody. So get ready. Uh, Rumble link. Here it is. Stanton, appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. Perps, appreciate you. Perps, are you still in here? Stanton says, yeah, going to Rumble. Good. Uh, Perps, are you in here? Perps dropped fire all night. Perps with one, two, uh, three, four super chats and 50 gifted memberships. Perps, I appreciate you. Perps, you here? Perps to the moon. All right, guys. See you on Rumble. Doing it live. Let me make sure Perps is in here. Perps, you here? Superfish, appreciate you. Checkmate. Give me Ewing and Starks. <laughs> that was a good, fun 
team though. All right, here's the rumble link one more time. Hit the rumble link. Going over there in, in about two, three minutes here. <laughs> 